Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Better Man Podcast, a podcast with one goal, and it's to help men like you and me improve their lives, improve their mental health, and help them achieve more, be happier, and find the right balance. My name is Gabriel Machuret, and every week you can find two shows of the Better Man Podcast where in 20 minutes or less, if I'm lucky, I try to help you navigate some of the most difficult challenges and questions that us men face worldwide. So no pressure. It's only just 20 minutes. So hopefully it's going to work. Now, before we start, a quick disclaimer that is I'm not a therapist. This is just a solo podcast and I don't pretend to be a counselor, a guru, a life coach, financial advisor or anything like that. I want you to think about this show like you and me, like two mates, like we say here in Australia, having a chat or we drink coffee, having tea, cold beer, glass of wine, whiskey, whatever you want. This is just you and me having a chat. And with that intro, let's get started with show number two that is recovering from divorce. That in this case, trust me, I have a lot of experience. Okay, so I'm part of this group that is single dads. And usually the most hard divorces out there is when you have kids involved. This is where things became, become super messy. If you don't have kids, I mean, you can actually apply the information in this podcast, but what happens usually is that the, the part of the kids involved in a, in a separation is extremely difficult. I think I read somewhere that divorce is actually the second most painful experience that anyone can actually experience in their life after the death of a child. So imagine this, I mean, you're, you're facing a moment in your life that is a catastrophe, and I have gone through two divorces, believe it or not. So I got married, I mean, for eight years, we had two, I mean, great kids, uh, Sebastian, he's 15 almost, he's 15 now, and Dominic is 11. And then I got married again, and I had a little beautiful, beautiful angel called Luca, blonde, blue eyes, he is gorgeous. But I had two divorces, and the two divorces literally left me broken. So I think that, I mean, in this show, I have a lot of experts to talk about how we can actually handle divorce as men. That is completely different than the way women tackle this, because... Women usually have a stronger support system when they're dealing with divorce. Now, there's a group about single parents, and I read some of the sentences. There was a, a meme that says, tell us the most painful sentence, the most painful thing your partner said to you. And I want to open up by reading some of them because, believe it or not, I wrote them. And here are the things that other men, blokes, mates, like you and I, literally wrote on this Facebook group. The first one, I'm ashamed of you. We don't have a deeper connection. You're too fat and you aren't sexually attractive. You will be nothing without me. I'll make sure you lose everything. I will take the children away from you and you will never see them again. I never wanted you. I hope you lose the children. You're just like your own father. That hurts a lot. I have to lower my standards to marry you. Ouch. We should never get married. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Go and hang yourself. I don't miss a single thing about us being a family. My mother said I shouldn't sell with you. Your kids don't love you. They don't even know you. Man up. And the sad thing is you actually think you're a good father. Absolutely horrible things, right? This is absolutely horrible things that we tend to hear during divorce. And it's in those moments of extreme deep sadness for a man 
that we end up being completely lost and in a kind of way paralyzed because we don't know where to head, what to do. And it's mainly because we are developed, we are designed, our DNA is to be a family person, a family man to provide, to have a partner, and that gives us a sense of purpose. As a man, when we go through a divorce, there's a huge gap in our life, especially if we're losing our kids or we have to go through a, I mean, custody battle for our kids. And during that process, we have no idea who we are anymore. We find ourselves in a place where we spend X amount of years kind of pretending that we knew who we were. And now our partner, our girlfriend, our wife tell us, "Uh uh-uh, this is finished. Or we told her regardless. And our sense of being a father, our sense of being a husband or a partner is completely gone. Our sense of being a provider is gone. And those three elements is usually what makes a man feel like a man. So one of the things I want to do today, I want to help you in this first show. This is episode number one. I going to be making two shows about this because in fairness, I don't think one show of 20 minutes is going to be enough. But in this case, I want to talk about seven steps that you can take right now. If you're struggling right now, listen, I completely know the feeling. I know that emptiness in your stomach, that pain that you have, that need to call someone, that need to run, that need to scream, that not knowing what to do is one of the most difficult things for our for a guy. And even more difficult, what you're experiencing right now is that you don't know when are you going to feel better or if you're going to feel better. So that goes to the first point. And the first point is to understand that these divorce is a marathon. It's a very freaking long race. And there's no point to trying to hurry up. And this is one of the things that I did initially. Is like, okay, I'm going to feel like shit. I'm going to do everything in my power to feel good. I'm going to just rush everything. I'm going to try to get out of this feeling as soon as possible because I don't want to feel like this and this is not bearable. So I want to do everything in my power to get out of this feeling that I have right now. And the problem is that there's no way you can actually get resilience without the pain. It doesn't work. Trust me, I was in the army and there's no way that you can rush the initial training to become a soldier. No one does it. No army in the world says, okay, we're going to train you in a week, make it a bit quicker. The, the army knows that you have to go through the basic training. Every single army knows. And they're never going to change the rules regardless of how bad you feel about the training. Now, the goal here is to finish the marathon, not to win it. Because in this case, surprise, surprise, no one wins. You're not going to win a divorce. No one said, ha, I won a divorce. No, you don't win this. It's a catastrophe. So we're going to deal this catastrophe as something that is going to take time. And the reason why I'm talking about this is so important is by you accepting time as a factor, you're going to go to the second point that is super important is your energy is your currency. And by talking about your energy as your currency, usually when we go through a divorce, everything we think is about money. Why? Because that's the way we're wired. So we're in pain, but then we go, now we have to put, child support, I mean, what about all the money that I put in the house, she took the car, this is unfair, and we're going on this rant, and this economical rant, and listen, I, I know what you're talking about, I've lost so much money in divorces, in lawyers, so that's a factor that is part of the game, you, you're going to lose money, but the most important currency is your energy, because your energy is what's going to allow you later on to recover, later on to date, later on to make more money, later on to improve, if that energy gets depleted because you are the crazy person that tried to run a marathon under one hour, 
that no one has ever done it in history of humanity. So I want you to think about this as the marathon runner. And if at any stage during this process, even during the podcast, you feel panicking, think about the marathon runner. It doesn't matter how much people have tried. No one has beat a marathon under one hour. And you, you're not going to do it. You don't want to be the first guy that ends up bouncing back in, 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 in 60 days. It's like, you know, I'm perfectly fine. It doesn't affect me anymore. Because it has to affect you. It has to hurt. You have to go through the process of being painful. Because otherwise, it's not going to work. Okay, so the pain is part of the formula here. Now, number three, sounds kind of silly, but it's, you need to be alive at the end of the process. We want you to finish the marathon alive. And that's why you have to take care of yourself. This is so important, to take care of yourself. This is, you are preparing yourself for a race, therefore you have to train for the race. And one of the things that I wrote here in my notes is to put the UFC analogy. There's absolutely no point of finishing a UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, if the winner ends up with brain damage. Okay, we don't want that. We want the fighter that can knock the opposition, but at the same time, the, the fighter knows that they, they can get injured extremely because if they get injured, the career is finished. And if you follow UFC, now there's a new trend where the UFC fighters are not sparring during their boot camps. Okay, during the camps, they're not sparring anymore because they realize how critical it is for them not to injure themselves. So number one is we have to run a marathon. Number two, as a line to a marathon, is the only way to finish the marathon is to have the energy. And we have to finish this strong. And you have to be alive. Taking care of yourself is so important. So if right now you're depressed, that means you're not eating, you're going to McDonald's or you're eating pizza nonstop because you don't care anymore because fuck it, what was the point? That's what you're thinking right now. Or drinking beer nonstop because what's the point, right? That path, you and me that we're talking here, like friends, you will know this is not going to take you to the right path. You know that this is not what you want. You know that eating McDonald's Big Mac every single day and drinking beer and, and smoking nonstop because you're in self-destruction is going to make a difference. And, and let's face it, you can feel it. I mean, when you are going on the wrong path, your body, and I'm not trying to be hippie hippie here, but your body knows that you're not doing it right. And that's why we feel like like crap after a hangover. I mean, during a hangover, because our body is collapsing, because our body is saying to us, hey, this is not right for you. That's why your body is wise. So in the same way, point number three is you need to be alive. Take care of yourself. And this is pretty basic. Is Please, for God's sake, drink water, sound silly, sleep, Eat proper food. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's it. It's not very difficult. The number point is, this is your chance to rebrand yourself. And here's one of the things that happened to me. I remember when I, I got divorced, I went to to Walmart. It's called different here in Australia, Kmart. And I realized that I didn't even know what I like for my own house. I didn't even know what kind of things I wanted to buy for my own house. Last week I bought a cowhide. Um, and I was completely pleased because I chose something that I wanted for my house. So now in my own house, the decoration that is in the house is my drone, drone photography photos. I like what I'm doing with the colors of the walls because it's not that I spending time on, on decorating my house. It's that I'm rebranding myself. I'm, I'm allowing myself to have something that is mine. And when we are married, many men, we only know how to be husbands or partners or dads 
but we never ask ourselves, what do we like? I mean, is this what I actually like? And this is the chance for you during this process of grief, where you feel like crap, where you feel like sad, where you feel like crying, where you want to call her, where you want to run away, to ask yourself is, what do I like? Okay, what exactly do I want? And this is a chance for you to become a different person. Now, number five is the only way we can do that is if we learn something about what happened. And this is something that I see all the time in these Facebook groups and is the passive-aggressive comments or the sarcastic comments or the, 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 the posts were like, well, she was a bitch, she was horrible, I hate relationships, there's no point, women are always the same. And that kind of rhetoric conversation Trust me, it's not going to help you, okay? There's no way you can say all women are the same. And the question we can ask ourselves right now is, hey, from this process that you did, what was your part in it? I mean, what, what did you learn? It, it cannot be that you were an angel, you were the best man in the world, I mean, and it was so amazing that this happened. Now, now you think it's like, yeah, well, did you do anything wrong? But maybe you did, and maybe if you stop here... I mean, let's go back to the UFC analogy, right? When a UFC fighter loses a fight, what's the first thing they do is they go back and review the tape. And, and that's what I'm asking you right now is go and review the tape without blaming the other person. Is ask yourself, okay, I mean, did I do the right steps? Could I have changed something here? I'm not asking you to feel sorry about yourself. I'm not asking you to blame yourself. But I'm asking you is self-reflection can always help for us to go, hey, have I done this before? I've taken care of myself better. If I put more boundaries, maybe I wouldn't end up in this position. Now, number six is empower yourself to be you, okay? And not to be a partner. And if you ask me, Gabriel, I mean, you could tell me, Gabriel, you have no point of, you have no right of telling me what to do after a divorce. You got divorced twice. And I want to reveal why I got divorced the second time is because when I finished my first divorce, I literally wanted to be a partner for someone else. I wanted to be back again into that position of Gabriel the partner, Gabriel the rescuer, Gabriel the boyfriend, versus saying to myself, hey, I'm going to be Gabriel first. Okay, I'm going to invest on myself. I'm going to work on myself first. And then Gabriel can be with someone else, but no Gabriel is going to be the partner of someone else. And that's it. Okay, so you have to now empower yourself to be who you are. So the question of your name is Peter is, who exactly is Peter? And you get pen and paper and you write. Okay, Peter is, you write your own story. And that sounds weird, but writing your own story is a very interesting path because when you write your own story, and I have written two books, and one of them is about my story initially, and I'm writing a third one that it has to do with my story in the army in Colombia. But in the first one, when I was writing about myself, that self-reflection allowed me to understand who am I, where I come from, and what are my goals a little bit. And there's no way that you can actually be the next person after divorce if you don't empower yourself. Just listen to this podcast. It's telling me that you are empowering yourself because you need something. You're looking for that path. And that's why point number seven is so important is find as many freaking tools as possible. I truly believe that you can hack divorce that means that you can actually find information that's going to empower you. And how do you find it? That is it. Podcasts, YouTube videos, books, Audible, therapy, mates, Facebook groups. It doesn't really matter. You need to keep yourself busy. And you can have two options. You can actually go and do drugs 
and gamble and self-destruct yourself. And, and we, you and me, we know how this is going to end up, okay? You could have a great time, okay, putting all your money in the casino and going crazy. And, and we know what's going to happen in that cycle. Usually we go Tinder, we fool around, we mess around with as many women as we can because we are in this constant rush of dopamine where we're trying to feel validated and we don't want to be lonely because, trust me, not many guys like to feel lonely, especially after a relationship, especially after a marriage, especially with kids involved. And I will talk about kids later on my next podcast. But the, the catch is that all those actions are not the right kind of stuff we have to put on our brains. Listen, you can spend tons of hours on Tinder right now, and that's going to fulfill a very low level of need for dopamine. But videos, books, podcasts, even these, is actually helping you to craft the next person you want to be. And that's why, by default, I'm already saying to you congratulations because you're taking the first step. And God knows I've listened to so many podcasts. I mean, I go to Spotify and put divorce. And I consume and I consume. I will go to a treadmill and I consume that. I consume sauna. Listen to that nonstop. I don't care if you believe on it. Okay, this is a very important part. You don't have to believe in these steps. I want you just to listen, to let their like, like white nose noise, just with my South American Colombian accent, just that white noise there on the background telling you the seven steps. So once again, let's go for the seven steps. The first one is a marathon, it's not a race. So it's all about time. It sucks, okay? It sucks. No one wants to hear that. Number two, energy is your currency. Please write that somewhere, write in, in, in your wall. Doesn't matter. Currency. It's not money, it's my energy, okay? Number three is you need to be alive to end up the process. And more important, you need to be alive and healthy. If you fall sick right now and you have kids, that's going to affect your kids. It's going to affect your divorce process. It's going to affect your job, your capacity of making money. And you don't want that, trust me. You don't want to be divorced and broke and sick. That sucks, okay? So at least let's remove the part of being sick of the equation and you can handle that. Number four, rebrand yourself. And this means that you can have the opportunity right now to change who you are. You can become a completely different person. If your wife called you unsexy and fat, well, fuck her. Show her what you can do right now by becoming fit ass. Go to the gym, eat healthy, okay? Do fasting. Whatever you want to do, you can rebrand yourself. Number five is learn something from what happened. So let's not look at the divorce like I was, a, I mean, she was horrible. It was all her fault. I was a victim. Please, let's not be victims. And the best way not to be a victim is for you to empower yourself and say, hey, I made these mistakes and because I'm a better man, because guess what? It's called the Better Man Podcast. I'm a better man. Now I realize what they're wrong. And in the next relationship, I'm going to do better. And number six is I want you to empower yourself to not be a partner again. Your role is not to be a boyfriend again, to be a husband again. That's not your job. Your job from now on is to be yourself, is to be you, is to take care of yourself first. Guys, we are horrible at this. We're horrible at taking care of ourselves. We're horrible at buying ourselves some nice shoes. We don't want that. Do that. Go for a freaking pedicure. I know it sounds crazy, right? Go for a pedicure. Do something that empowers you to feel good about yourself. That is not drugs, prostitutes, Tinder of drug or, or, or alcohol. Try something different, please. And number seven is find as many tools as you can to empower yourself, to go through this, you're not alone. So podcasts, YouTube videos, books, therapy, mates, Facebook groups, please don't do this completely dry. So technically, those are my seven tips how to go through divorce. I know it's not easy. I know 20 minutes is not going to be enough. I'm making another show about divorce, number two, the revenge. 
and how you can tackle the process of dealing with the other partner. And I know it's going to be very difficult because there's so many variables, but hopefully it's going to help you. This is the Better Man podcast. If you want to get more information about this show today, go to thebetterman.co backslash divorce. And hopefully you're going to find some resources. I will be updating that URL as much as possible. So go and check out thebetterman.co backslash divorce. And hopefully this will help you or thebetterman.co backslash show two. Okay. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next show. Show number three. Bye.